the indie author revolution has been around for more than a decade, but we indies continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of, from getting over initial prejudices to staring down perfectionism and author imposter syndrome. We've become a force to reckon with. Now, after years of hustle and grind, we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place we're sowing the seeds of a better way. A way with more ease, abundance, and flow. Get ready to learn about indie authorship from a whole new perspective. We're about to cover everything from releasing your poverty mentality to manifesting your millionaire author destiny. I'm Carissa Andrews, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Author Revolution Podcast. Here we are. We are mid-April. It's kind of strange to think about that for 2023. And I'm right in the middle of the Abundant Author Alignment course. Like we're doing our live launch right now. And so obviously alignment is really something that has been (laughs) deeply embedded into my psyche at the moment. Like I've been digging in deep thinking about how alignment is so important when we are trying to create anything in our lives. Like we're not just talking manifestationally, but pretty much everything that we're trying to create is a manifestation. So when we're trying to create a book, when we're trying to create our dream career, when we're trying to call in the love of our life, whatever the case might be, there's always this point of alignment that has to happen, this point of like connection where you've locked in that vibe, it is yours, you know it's yours, that at some point it's coming, and you just trust that it's going to pass. So I was talking with the alignment course people yesterday, the students, and we were talking about how alignment truly is like step two in the manifestational process. Step one is you decide, right? You decide you want something, you're going to go after it, You decide that it's going to be yours in some way, shape, or form. Step two is you lock in the vibe, knowing that it's yours, knowing and trusting that the universe is going to bring it to you. And then step three is taking any inspired action that comes up from that place of alignment. So when we're in alignment with our desires, that's truly us manifesting it into being. It's us focusing our energy, knowing and trusting that it's coming into being. But one of the things that's really interesting is that like I've listened to Abraham Hicks, I've listened to a lot of manifestational masters and gurus about this topic. And when we are, it's really confusing sometimes. And I think you might be feeling this as well. Like when you are trying to focus something into being, you want it to come quickly. So you've got like a lot of need or pent up energy towards this desire, this manifestation. And so focusing on it sometimes doesn't feel so good, right? Sometimes it feels like we're focused on the wrong end of the stick or we're focusing on the absence of it. But there's a caveat to this thing. If you don't focus on the absence of it, you're not actually launching those rockets of desire and you're not putting up that flare saying, hey universe, I'm missing something and I want this thing. So even though we're focused on the absence of it and it keeps it from us, we're still also acknowledging that we really do want it. Okay. There's this like dichotomy happening in that focused event. So when we're like going through the motions for a very long period of time and we're feeling the absence of it, the constant thing that's going up is that we want more. We really do want more. We want more, but our thoughts are holding it from us. Okay. 
And so once we get to the point of flipping the script where we're like, okay, we wanted this thing for long enough, we've really focused on the aspect of it, we know we want to bring this into our reality, and then we release it to the universe, that's when it comes in. Have you ever noticed that? Like, whenever you're like really pent up about something, whether it's, we've all heard this story, right? People are trying to get pregnant. And when they're focused on all the things, and they're trying to do it all right, and they're trying to get all their ducks in a row, and they're clocking the the ins and the outs and all the things, and nothing is happening. And when they finally give up and go for adopting a child, that's when they get pregnant. Well, it's the same kind of concept, because when you finally release the resistance to it, when you finally decide whatever happens, happens, it's going to be what it's going to be. That's when the manifestation can come in because the resistance in front of the thing is no longer there. But in essence, if you don't put a little bit of focus into your desire, it's not going to have as much power. Like we can still get things that we are not super focused on. Like for instance, last year, I wasn't super worried about getting a car. I just liked the idea of it. I knew I needed to get a new car at some point. So I kind of would play around with the energy of being in a new car. Didn't know what kind of car. Didn't know how it was going to look. I just pretended when I was driving my old van that I was in my brand new car and it felt good and it was a newer vehicle. And next thing I know, like couple, literally a couple of months later, <laughs> it was in my driveway. So there wasn't as much resistance, but I still focused for a certain period of time. There was still momentum of thought in the visualization of it. And so when we focus, when I'm talking about focusing it into being, whether it's your author career, whether it's this next book, really the focused aspect of it needs to be powerful enough that you really want it to come to pass. Like you really want this thing. But you also have to reach that point of letting it go and trusting that the universe is bringing it to you. So I want you to start thinking about the manifestations you're trying to bring in right now. Are you still focusing the energy, building the energy and the momentum to the universe saying like, hey, I want this thing really, really badly and it's not here yet? Like, are you focusing on that? But it's not here yet part. And if that's the case, your one job right now then is to start shifting that I need it to be whole, that that absence of it vibe into the, of course, it's mine. Of course, it's going to be coming. Of course, the universe is answering for me. And so when you're starting to focus truly on the allowing part of it, the receiving part of it, you shift from that absence of it part, which actually launched that desire, right? It launched the rocket of desire as it's often said by Abraham Hicks or whoever. And the desire is out there in the universe. It's in your vibrational escrow, your vortex, whatever you want to call it. The universe knows what you want. Your higher self keeps track of these things, right? And so when you start to let go a little bit of the like vibrational spring, so to speak, and allow it to start doing what it's meant to do, you know, when the magnet has flipped and you're able to attract versus repel the thing, now all of a sudden, that's when your manifestations can start coming in. It's when you have reached that point of alignment, your point of attraction. So how do we know if we're in that push-pull vibe? Like, how do we know when we're in resistance versus when we are actually calling our desire, our manifestation to us? Well, it all comes down to the basis of your emotional scale. So if you haven't looked into Abraham Hicks and the emotional scale, I really do recommend you check them out because there are 22 different like emotional clumpings. 
And so when you're looking at the emotional scale, if you're anywhere in the vicinity of boredom or beneath it, like anywhere from number nine all the way down to 22, you're probably focusing on the absence of your desire, right? You're, you're focusing on the absence of the manifestation or the need of the desire, but it's not here yet. And so in order to get to the point where things are going to start flowing, you need to start shifting into the, the contentment, the hopefulness, the optimism side of things, the positive expectation and belief that it is already yours, it's already coming. Even better yet, if you can get to the point where you're not even really thinking about your manifestation at all, and you're just enjoying the process, like you're in a full state of joy, in empowerment, in feeling freedom, and just happy with the way life is turning out for you, that is where the momentum builds. That's where that whole, when it gets better, it gets better, it gets better, it gets better, starts to happen because the momentum you're bringing to your vibration, to your energy, to everything that you're trying to create is coming from a place of true, just joy, of loving life, of loving how things are working out for you and trusting that everything that you want is just going to come. And it does. It really does. If you look back at your life and all the things that you try to manifest, when you were worried about it, like, did that make you feel any better? But when you look at how the whole thing played out, it worked itself out, right? Everything worked out. You're still here. You're still standing. You're still trying to make new things happen. You're still coming up with new desires and new goals to create new things that you want to bring into your life. And it's all still working out for you. And so if we can remind ourselves and trick that, that little brain of ours <laughs> to flip the switch of, you know, we've, we've built enough energy to this desire. Yes, it means something to us. Yes, it's something that's important, but we're going to now hand it over and trust that it's on its way. That's that surrender part that a lot of gurus talk about, whether it be Christianity, whether it be Buddhism, whether it be Hinduism, they all talk about that point of surrender. And that's really kind of what alignment is about, right? Sometimes we can get into alignment without even meaning to. Like maybe we had a desire a long time ago and we've forgotten about it. And when we reach that vibrational place of like just enthusiasm and eagerness, all of a sudden all sorts of things start coming in, like things that you weren't even focused on at that particular moment in time. And that's good. That means you're in the right vicinity of manifesting all the things that you really want. Because it's not just about one thing, right? We, we live in this place where we're constantly asking for things and we want expansion and growth in our life. And we want to just enjoy all of the things that this life really brings to us. And so when we get into those vibrations that are higher up the emotional scale and we get into the, like the places of passion and enthusiasm and joy, we're, we're vibrating with all the things that really are important to us and have been important to us throughout our lifetime. And so things that we didn't even think about start to come in. I'll give you an example. When I was a kid, we had all these people coming into my house, like all the time. I'm telling you, like it was, my house was Grand Central Station. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. She worked like from home, kind of like what I do now but she was a painter. And so she painted in our living room. She kept track of all the kids. She made sure we were at least fed <laughs> and hypothetically still in the yard when we go outside. But we had a lot of the, the cousins and people running through our house. So I got very used to all the different energies of all the different kids and all the different people being in and out of the house. And when I moved out, when I became my own individual and had my own apartment, the silence was really deafening. Like it was really, really deafening. And it was like, what is going on here? This is just so weird. I don't know how to handle this kind of energy. 
And at the time, of course, I wasn't necessarily viewing it in the terms of energy. It just felt weird to me. Like I just, I wasn't sure I liked it. And I remember telling my mom that I really miss those days. I miss having like all the people and all the busyness and all the things. And and my mom was just like, you know, you need to enjoy the silence because when you have kids, then all of a sudden things are going to change and it'll be, it'll be noisy again for a little while. Well, boy, was she right. I wasn't anticipating having quite so many kids. <laughs> but now that I do, I look back and go, you know, there was this moment in time where I was like, you know, it, it was quiet. I had two kids. It was no big deal. And the next thing I know, I had five in my house six total. Like that was never on the agenda. <laughs> it was never even like on my radar. I thought for sure I was stopping at two. Okay. There was no, there was nothing like no, no visualization of more happening, but then everything kind of started clicking together and I knew what I needed to do, you know, which was end of a marriage I wasn't very happy in and everything literally fell into place. Like I, I must've gotten into that high flying disc where I was just really happy about the direction of my life about writing, about talking to people about writing. I met Colin on Twitter. It was like all these things started happening when I was in that place of just really enjoying what I was doing. And the enthusiasm was pretty hard to miss. Like if you ever go back onto my Twitter, please don't do that for the love of God. But if you did, you'd be able to see like the the fun and things that were happening way back in 2011, right? You'd be able to see all the the silliness and the the just joy I had about learning how to write novels and working on my first novel and doing all the things. And so that process brought so many things together for me. And of course, some things fell apart, but those were things that no longer fit in the paradigm that I was creating for myself. So that's another important lesson that we talked about yesterday in the class, where if you ever are reaching for something more and you see things falling apart, Take that as a sign uh, that good things are coming because it usually means that old paradigms are shifting. Things that can no longer exist are falling away to bring in the new. And so like it's called an extinction burst. Things happen when we are in the process of creating something really big and monumental and new. And so things get really crazy. They get really nuts until they're no longer there altogether, like until they fade away. And now your new energy, your new timeline, if you want to call it that, is here and it is available for you. And so when you are focusing on your desire, and I would like for you, if you have a little bit of time today, I would love for you to do this exercise. Think about one big manifestation you want to bring in for this year, just one. Okay. And as you're thinking about it, I want you to ask yourself the question of what is my dominant vibration around this big thing? Like, do I feel like it's doable? Do I feel really excited about the possibility of it coming in? Or am I kind of like, meh, kind of bored with it? Like, it doesn't really excite me. Like, whatever it is, I want you to feel into the vibration that you are dominantly purveying for this thing. And then I want you to decide for yourself, like, do I need to shift this vibe? Do I need to elevate it? And if you're in a place of like worry or like discouragement, like I want this thing, but I don't know how I'll ever get it. Remember, I want but is like having two engines on a train pointed in the opposite directions. You will go nowhere really fast. So you choose then deliberately to elevate into a better place. And if you're in discouragement, your job is to just reach for some better feeling thoughts. Reach for thoughts that make you feel just a little bit better until you can tip that like cup over into the place of hopefulness, 
of optimism, of being able to feel like there is some positive expectation happening. And you do that through things like rampages of appreciation. You do that through just reaching for the next better feeling thought as you reach upward and higher. You do it by way of continually reminding yourself in whatever way, shape, or form you can that things are always working out in your favor. Like, remember, beliefs are just thoughts you continue to think. And so the more you think a thought that is in alignment with where you're trying to go, even if it doesn't feel like you are truly believing it today, the more you think it, the more you tell yourself it, the more you work towards believing it, the more likely you will get to that point where you believe it. Your subconscious will eventually onboard it, latch onto it, and utilize it. So that's the whole point behind like affirmations and behind doing things that are going to tap into your subconscious even, because those beliefs really do hardwire into your brain, but we can change them. We can change how we get to believe, how we get to see the world, how we get to have our author careers, how everything works for us. We can literally reshape our destinies, our lives, our perception of reality through our thoughts. But it does sometimes take some, a little bit of energy. It takes a little bit of focus to shift into the thing that you want. So today, I want you to really focus on the thing, that one big thing that is going to bring you to your next level, the one big thing you really want in your life. It doesn't have to be author related. It could be, you know, you want to move into another house. You want to get a bigger house. You want to live in a better neighborhood. It could be you need that new car. It could be you want to meet the love of your life because you've been alone for a while. Whatever the case is, write it down and start focusing it into being. I want you to focus on it wherever you're at right now. Don't judge it. Don't feel like you have to shift it or anything yet. Because like I said, momentum gains. Even if you're focusing on the absence of it, you are still putting out there into the universe that you really do want this thing. And consciously, you know you want this thing. Subconsciously, you really know you want this thing. And so you're going to just keep focusing on that until you can eventually shift to a place of knowing it is yours. Shift and focus your attention toward the aspect that everything is working out for you. It's all working out in perfect timing. And then Sit back and allow the universe to delight and surprise you because it will, I promise you, it will surprise you in ways that you could not even possibly imagine. And one of the cool things is like if you're trying to bring this thing about and you don't really care about the timeline, you can just kind of like keep focusing on it, keep doing this thing, let it become a part of your like everyday thing. But if you really need something to focus fast, that's where you have to put a little bit more focus in. Like if you want it to come in quickly, you need it to be here by a certain day or you need it to be here, you know, within a certain time frame, whatever. You hold that part in your mind and you trust and know that you don't know how the how is going to happen, but it's going to happen. And keep working towards keeping your energy, your vibration in a place of hopefulness or optimism or the positive expectation belief that it's coming. Okay. And eventually, what happens is you let it go. It kind of becomes this background thing in your subconscious mind where it's just there. It, you're working on it. You know it's coming. You take that inspired action when it, when it arises in your brain. And the next thing you know, the manifestation is here. All right? So that's what I want you to be thinking about for this week. I, I love this concept of alignment. I love the idea that as we try to bring things in, we're trying to feel our way around how to get to where we want to go. And alignment 
is truly about trusting yourself, trusting the universe to bring you the things that you need when you need it. And if you ever look back, like I said, if you ever look back, things have worked out for you. They've always been working out for you. So remind yourself of that when things feel tough or they feel discombobulated or you feel a little bit weird about your manifestation. Clear out the momentum to any ideas or thoughts or vibrations that aren't serving you and work on them just a little bit at a time if you need to. Sometimes we can stop the momentum super fast. We can just be like, oh my gosh, that was dumb. Why was I even thinking that? But other times it takes just a little bit of weeding out those thoughts, right? And that's okay too. This is all about the experiences that we are trying to uncover through our lives. Our books are just an extension of us trying to uncover the meaning of life, of uncovering the magic of life, of being able to experience things that maybe we can't experience in real life. And it's all good. It's all coming together for us because we are creative, magical creatures who can do some amazing things when we put our minds to it. Now, if you're interested still in this alignment course, the course is going to be open evergreen. I'm still in the process of live launching it. You can still always get in on the course. It's just that you've missed day one. You can watch the replay. It's already been posted. If you're hearing this on Wednesday, obviously day two would already have been posted. I'm actually not recording it until uh, noon today, so it's a couple hours away. But when you hear this, it will already be posted. But you can still join in. You can still be a part of this process and learn more about how the alignment piece is truly our point of attraction, why it's so important when it comes to manifesting the things that we want. And it really, really is the linchpin in how manifestation works for us and how we can open up to receiving more and trusting that the universe actually is working on our behalf. So if you're interested in that, make sure you head over to millionaireauthorcoach.com forward slash alignment. You can check it out there. And the course, like I said, it's going to be evergreen. So even if you miss the live launch and you just want to check it out, you can still do it right there. That's where you go to get signed up. All right, guys, I, speaking of that particular course, need to get moving so that I can get prepared and ready for day two's class. But I hope that you've had a wonderful week. I hope this particular lesson has inspired some insights in you where you can think about like what you're trying to accomplish this year and the big things you're trying to pull in. And just know and trust and enjoy the process, okay? That's really, really key. If you're looking for the transcript to today's podcast episode, make sure you head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 179 and you can download it there. Otherwise, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week getting your words in. I can't wait to get to my stories again once this alignment course is all finished and completed. And I am looking forward to getting more words on the page than I have in the past couple of weeks because I've been having so much fun with this particular course. So it's just sucked all the, the creative juices out of me. And that's where I've been. <laughs> but that's okay. That's all part of the journey. And it's all part of the process. And just like with you, everything is working out in my favor. All right. I want you to enjoy your week. Go forth and start your author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, 
Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.